Yeah, so yeah, yeah, hopefully it doesn't get to him. <laughs> he checks that, That's, right? Oh, we should probably do an intro so we can actually get going. Oh, I don't care. We can just ease into it. We never do that. All well, the cool we podcasts can, just... We're not doing an actual intro, so we should say who we're with. Oh, probably. Then nobody cares. It'll be in the title. <laughs> It'll be in the title. Dave Barnes. Yes. Welcome to the show. How yeah. are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks well, for Welcome letting... to your own studio yeah. that you're letting us this do this in. This is your life. This is, what, this is the, uh, the Barnes Shed? Yeah. Shed Barnes? We call it Hitsburg. Hitsburg. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Um, this is studio slash apartment. What's going on? Yeah, well, it depends how life's going as to what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the, uh, yeah, this is the studio. This is the, um, this is the, where all the magic is made or mm. some of the magic or attempted magic. Yeah. Only magic here. None over there. Yeah. That none makes there. Sense. None yeah. there. Yeah. I'm glad, uh, it's good to see it all laid out because yeah. I knew some of these things, but you got a lot of, a lot of plaques up there. Yeah, you know it's weird. That that's one of the dilemmas of this job is like, you know, uh, you know what? I think it's akin to this. So so if you are, you know, if you're going to hire an accountant, you know where they work, you know kind of where they are in the company a lot of times. Right. Like, oh, your name's on the thing, whatever. So there's a little bit of like, you know what you're doing because you know, I can see you graduated from something on your wall or whatever. Songwriters and artists, it's funny. You go into any of their studios, you're going to bump into some of that cuz it's just like, you know, like people will come over that don't know me or whatever and it's just a little bit of like an affirmation that today has a chance of going well you know what i mean it makes sense you know there's a little bit of like okay there's some stuff happening like you may know what you're doing yeah i don't need to be nervous as or at least as nervous as i was um it's also just for when i get really really sad yeah (laughs) it's a reminder of the good days i've done things there have been things i can do hard things (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can do hard things yeah what are what is our top three what are you most proud of by the way for those of you not watching the video we're looking at what can be described as dave's accomplishments on shelves yeah yeah there's pictures of him with his shirt off just all pictures of me flexing you know i mean this is going to come in real hot and real cheesy but I, genuinely, I really am proud of all of it. Truthfully, I, I think like the older I get, the more um, thankful I am. I still get to do this, and so I think I think it really is sort of like a wall of gratitude for me of kind of remembering. You know, it's like it's. It, I think I'm such a future guy. I lean so hard toward like what's coming next. Yeah. That I do a terrible job of remembering. This is like my Ebenezer wall. Like this is like the little places God has met me and been really kind. Um, and, and it's good for me to sort of remember on those days where like I wrote a terrible song or like I'm singing and I'm like, this is, I've never been more out of tune, you know, or something that yeah, I'm yeah. like, Oh no, it's okay. No, there's some, there's a pedigree here. There's, um, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, you know, obviously I mean, it's some, some of the stuff that's fun, like, you know, with Carrie Underwood up there, it's like sitting in the room with her while she, we wrote four or five times for that record. And you know, when you're sitting in the room with someone that can sing like she can sing, it's a pretty supernatural experience. You mm. know what I mean? Like 
you know, cause she, she has a little studio where you write and, and you work on the demo like immediately. And so, you know, it's cool enough that you're sitting there writing things and she's singing it and you're going, that sounds great. But you know, to sit five feet from her as she's singing the song down and really singing, you know what I mean? Cause you sing in the room and you're, you know, like running a skit or, or yeah, stand up, yeah. whatever, you know, you kind of, okay, and I'll do that. We prefer you to call them skits. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking for comedians, <laughs> yeah, yeah. please continue to call them skits. Tell skits. us about your ditties. Tell, oh my God. Your ditties, <laughs> ditties is Show equivalent ditties. of skit. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I think, you know, it's, it's like, it's one thing to sit there and, you know, you're kind of, okay, sing it. Okay. That sounds good. But then, you know, the mic in the room and she's sitting there singing and you're kind of like, holy cow. That is, that's super, it really is. Like, that's another, there are 100 people, 10, 20 people in the world that can sing like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, you know. It's so always difficult if you have, if you have a bad idea, she can make it sound so good. That's, well, that's the joke. <laughs> that's like the industry joke is like when you, when you write for singers who can really sing like that, you have no clue if the songs are good. Yeah. And you'll Because you're just blown away. Well, and you get back in your car later that day or like a week later and listen to the song and you're like, oh yeah, maybe that was not. Maybe yeah, singing yeah. the same note for a whole verse was not the greatest <laughs> uh, idea, you know. Yeah. But in the um, room, it sounded amazing because oh, it was it her. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That worked for Mr. Brightside. Hey, now, look at you. Come on, look at you. Yeah, I know some music. I you don't know? know anything about any of that. Name, give me. I know Mr. Me, Brightside, but I don't know to be like, oh yeah, it was all in the same. Give me five music words. Five music words, like any music words. Sure. Uh, rhythm, notes, chorus, verses. Vowels. Oh, I almost had it. Almost, almost had, had it. it. <laughs> Al- albums. There you go. That's good. All right, we did it. Catalog. Yeah, it's um. Yeah. You um, want to get points on a song, right? There you go. And that's an inside one. Sure. Points on a record. How many points you get song. on that record? Yeah. Yeah, that's. Good. I always ask people that. <laughs> What's your point situation? That's my only music industry <laughs> thing I know to ask. That's one you you literally step into the circle and you're like, just real quick. I, what's our point situation with the record? And then you immediately live. Can I get a point <laughs> check? <laughs> Are we accruing points, guys? How's that going? We, we got a lot of points. There's a lot of you guys bank any points this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's good, you know, all, all these people are awesome and it's, it's always, I, I think, I think globally my feeling is I just don't, I still feel this way even at 43. Like, I just feel like I snuck in the back of this whole thing hmm. and I'm like waiting for the principal to be like, what, bo- is that that Barnes kid? And I'm like, oh God, you know, I'm like <laughs> yeah, hiding yeah. behind one of the Get him out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, You know. So. Uh, do you remember the last time I saw you? No. It was, <laughs> I, I walked Around a fence, and you're standing with Florida Georgia Line and Chris Tomlin. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> like, what is going oh on? Oh my yeah. gosh, that's right at that <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very funny. So you're you wrote with those guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, who are? How about that? How about that for a Mad Lib writing? Situation? I know that's what I want to know because I'm sure you've written <laughs> with people that I'm like I cannot believe because here this kind of makes sense to me. A yeah, lot of yeah. these people. Yeah, yeah. Who are who are you writing with? Where I'm like, what? Uh Florida Georgia Line yeah, and Chris that's Tomlin a great combo. Question. Um, was a shocker for me. <laughs> that that may be that may be on paper the most random one I've ever. Okay, done. yeah. Like I, I I have friends who've like written with Snoop Dogg and stuff like that. I'm not that guy. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. That that was a funny one. Which is which is. I mean, there were numerous times because we did it over the weekend. Then we did a couple times here in Nashville. It's like I would look up and just think like this is, this looks like 
like somebody paid for this to happen. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah, yeah. some oil baron was like, listen, I love FGL. <laughs> I love Chris Tomlin yeah. and I love Dave Barnes. Like, I don't do personal sessions, but yeah, you but, see the check yeah. and you're like, I'll do it. Yeah. And he's like, I don't even want to write. I just want to watch you guys write. It oh, just gets a little weird. A little weird. You know? They don't want to hunt you for sport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that concert, that run. It, what? Run. <laughs> I don't want to run. Yeah. Why? You're at 30 seconds. You're like, I'm not doing it at 29. Oh, my God. Where? Don't, I don't, don't, I should try to not let me know where. Uh, yeah, it was, went to see Shea. Yeah. Dana Shea opening. Um, and then Florida Georgia Line did their thing, which was, you know, their thing. Yeah. And their people out there, very drunk yeah. for the most part. A lot of people. The Florida Georgia Line fans? Yeah, they drink sometimes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Then they invite Chris Tomlin out. Yeah. And everyone's hammered and they're like, I, I don't know, feel weird about it, kinda. And I've he did How Great Is Our God in the middle of Florida <laughs> concert. And they're holding up I saw people worshiping with two Beer. tall boy beers. <laughs> like it it killed. It, it was unbelievably slayed. It was like one of the moments of my life. I got chills. It. it was incredible. It was strange. That is a once, I mean, that's not happening again, right? If you go to that concert, you're like, well, this is the most memorable concert I've seen. Oh, it was, it, it was everything about my like conservative Christian growing up got broken in that one moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, this can't happen. Can't beer, alcohol. Beer. You just <laughs> see just smoke clouds function. going. Oh, what yeah. What is yeah, going yeah. on? Smell weed. Jesus. Yeah. Can't. Which <laughs> a lot of people would argue that's, that's more authentic than a lot of, a lot of the churches people are going through. Let's get know. weed in these churches is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Didn't it? I feel like I read some article about where there are, I know there are, they're like these, you know, like churches in San Fran where, where it's legal and they do, oh, in Colorado where they do like high church. And I'm like, that has got to be a very interesting experience. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like gateway. It's a gateway church. <laughs> Literally. Uh, it gets people in the door so you can hit them with the real church later. Yeah. Yeah, people are tithing out their minds. They have yeah. no clue. Yeah, you call him Jesus. I call him the Most High. Come on, hey now, that? hey yeah. now, hey that'll now. preach. It's like this music is good. Oh my yeah. gosh, nobody's playing. They're <laughs> just like staring at the wall. <laughs> the uh, the other thing about that night that this feels very name droppy, but it was a weird fun night. Uh, Morgan Wallen was opening for Dana Shay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, met him backstage. We're standing next to each other and just talking circle. And his song is in my head, which is very embarrassing. Whiskey Glasses, great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't heard it, it's very, it's a very southern yeah, rednecky yeah, yeah, type yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. And there's a part where he's like, "Don't want to think about it." Yeah, yeah you know yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was in my head. I'm standing next to him, and I oh, just no. sing that in the most <laughs> aggressive. Like, Don't want to think about it. And he goes, "What?" He's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And then he just like looked away. And that- now I see him, you know, all all over the internet, everywhere, yeah. and I. Get ashamed. What, one of my quirky afflictions is that, and this is a terrible, terrible affliction to have in the industry that I'm in, because I think it'd be like this even if I didn't do music. I have that. When I see a friend of mine that uh, that is a singer-songwriter, my brain just goes, oh, here's that song they sing, and it will loop. Yes. And if I'm not careful, I'll do it out loud. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be sitting with them. These are good friends of mine. And I'll literally just start singing whatever. And they're always like, <laughs> embarrassing. Like, oh, God. Why I did that, that 30 minutes ago with God Gave Me You. I yeah. saw that and it triggered it in yeah. my brain. And yeah. I hummed it and I. Yeah, shut it down. Yeah, fought it. But yet, it's point, embarrassing. But something grew in me that gave life and breath and wonderfulness to me just hearing you humming it. 
Well, that's right. He received it positively. Did you didn't did. hear it. You didn't hear it though. No, I did. I always did. No, you didn't. Yeah. Did you really hear it? He <laughs> assumes that his uh. song is stuck in our head all the time. Yeah. I wrote the catchiest song of all time and everyone's thinking <laughs> yeah. about it yeah, yeah, forever. Whenever that happens, I always just try to think of a even more catchy song to like push that song out. Like yeah. if I was around you and had God gave me you stuck in my head, I'd be like, YMCA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, let's yeah. get the, let's get this one in here. You this did, is you the dominant. The palate cleanser for me is t- uh, Chumbawamba tub thumping. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the one. It, or do you just sing "Pissing the Night Away"? This, oh, dude, just walk yeah. around. That's it. Pissing the night away. <laughs> just that part. Just that part. I do that sometimes. Where I'll have a, sing a rap lyric or something, but it's the most aggressive, out of context line. Oh man, not like the. I'm not saying any. Slurs yeah, why don't you give us some examples? No, there. no, 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 no. Um, I have a random question for y'all that sort yeah. of has to do with this. That someone asked me, John asked me on the last Advil mm-hmm. when we did it, just he and I, and I have laughed thinking about this so much because I think it is one of the greatest questions I've ever been asked. Oh no! And I didn't. It, and it may you may not know right now, but you're going to think about this and laugh about it. What is the thing that you are the most irrationally confident about in your life? Like, what is something that you are irrationally confident about? So a couple. I'll give you some while you're thinking. I didn't really have a great one. I said, like, if you give me a mic, I'll figure it out, which is pretty true. Like, I'm kind of like, I'll land a plane at some point. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and that's not fair because he was like, well, that's a little industry. It's like a little particular. I was Wait, like, a, mic, a mic in any capacity? Yeah, just like if there's a crowd, if you put me up in You'll front get of them crowd, on your side. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah I'll you'll get there. Yeah, well, I'll get there, which is not fair, but I can't. I, but I but that is not, that is, that is kind of industry, but also like. Most people in the industry cannot do that. I don't know that I can. That's why it's irrational. But I think like you can. But I think like so. One of my friends <laughs> said that she. <laughs> this is really got me. She's like, it's how many kids I can fit in my van. Like, <laughs> which I was like, oh, that we can got get me. we can get one more. We can get one more. But like, it, so it applies to anything. It, I just think it's such a great question because it speaks to some something in us that's like, oh, I'll be good. And you're like, no, you want, you don't know that you're going to be good. It's like, yeah. Good. Yeah. Does anything come to mind? I think that, uh, making when, when I was, when I would meet like a girl's parents, I'd be like, they're going to love me <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> love that. I, I love just that. like so confident. Like if the girl's zero confidence with their yeah, parents, yeah. I'm like, right, I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> she doesn't like me, but you guys are going to love Yeah. Me. Grandparents yeah, yeah. even better. Oh yeah. The yeah. older, the, the older it is, the better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm so soul crushingly self-aware i feel like so even the things i would say i'll talk myself out of it immediately yeah, like, yeah. that's not true that's not true totally well, I, you know well, i think i think what fascinates me about it why, why I've, I've had so much fun because i've basically asked everybody i've seen this question it's a great question yeah is it really it skews every it goes up and down it, it travels easily it's like it can be something like you know i at something you wear i always look good in blue like whatever it is but it can also be is like self-aware as like you know kind of what you're saying andrew it's like i know that with these kind of people i'm gonna kill it yeah yeah, these these, you know but but it's a really fascinating question that is i think mine would be servers oh yeah i am gonna be the best table they've had all day (laughs) yeah that's so good i'm gonna make them laugh a little bit but i'm not gonna like tell them a story where like i gotta hear this (laughs) i'm never gonna send food back i'll eat your toenail i don't care yeah yeah you know, I love that. Yeah. And that's, that's a big thing for me. in like in the dating world, I need oh, to yeah. see, I need to see several things. That's, uh, it sounds weird. Nothing. No, everything's like clothed. No, everything's clothed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, movie theater conduct. Huge. Oh, wow. Okay. What you do the shopping cart. 
huge. Wait, wait, wait. So we got to slow down. Yeah, let's go one by one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really nimble. Yeah, yeah. So in the theater, yes. how she is, uh, is she talking? Is she like whispering? Is she laughing loud? This uh, kind of thing? Yeah. She, do you want to talk a lot? That's not cool. Are okay. you... Do you have full brightness on your phone? Are you texting a lot? <laughs> wow, full brightness. Are, are you These swiping? are things that make me shut down inside. Oh, my gosh. Organ failure. Oh. <laughs> Specifically the heart. When, when you're with somebody that's trying to talk to you during a movie? I mean, you can say, you can whatever, say some stuff. Some people like want to have conversations. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Not related to the movie. Or ask questions like a guy will get shot and she's like, did he just get shot? You know, I'm out. Like, I think, <laughs> oh, you mean <laughs> when he just got shot? You're asking if he got shot? Yeah, yeah. Is he dead? When the gun pointed towards the head. him and his head blew up. <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> that is happens. he dead? Yeah. Let's find out together. And then shopping well, cart. Yeah. Tell you me, know. Tell me more about this. Um, this one is this I don't know. You got to put it back in the cart corral. Oh, you got. okay. Oh, yeah, so oh, I, I feel like that is, the... that, that is a goes to a deeper thing. So that, you just bit. don't want someone willy-nilly pushing a cart no. out and of it's the like expanse. There are certain circumstances. If you're pregnant... You know, and you don't want to walk thank, way down thank there. Thank you for that. By yes. Way. Thank you for I'm, that. I'm not dating a ton of actively pregnant women. Uh, <laughs> no, hold on. I just, <laughs> I want to, I want to spend just a second on the two words, active. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm it's supposed to passively <laughs> I pregnant. Was say. I, I, I'm sure I, I've probably been well, out with an unknowingly pregnant if woman. If you've got like a donor, if someone is carrying your baby, you will, you, that is exactly what you would be is passively pregnant. That's true. Yeah, that is a good point. Whoa, it surrogate? exists. Not that funny, turns surrogate. out. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Amazing. I don't know. And passively pregnant. Uh, yeah. And if you're in a super rush P-P. or something, like, it's one thing. But people are just, like, put it in another spot. It could oh, roll and man. hit another car. Oh. Yeah, that's like, just wh- that's trash you? human. Yeah. You just think you run the place. They can't I don't know. Do it. And then servers is the other big one. Yeah. How, how they how – they Yeah. Are you rude? Are you – that's a tough job these people are doing. Have you served before? No. It is. Annie and I both did that through college, and um, she is like, our kids will. They will be waiters, even if it's for a month of their life. Yeah. Because there is something. It's an empathy you, factory. Yeah. Well, you just learn so much about the human condition as a waiter. Because when you are serving someone, one, you learn a lot about them, but you learn a lot about yourself and just sort of society and what, you know. It's, yeah. It's a fascinating job. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And we love people like people have done that. We loved people like you who were like, thank you for making this day. For sure. You know, so much easier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for eating my toenail and not complaining yes. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted you. I have a kink and that was really big for me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, That's such a good question, though. What? How did you phrase it again? It's what are you irrationally irrational. confident about? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great like writing question to start with because it's always hard to write, especially stand up. You're like, what yes. am I going to write about? But starting with like a question like that, where there's so much humor in different directions, is so helpful, and is th- that's a really good one. I, I just I love those two words together, like because obviously they're misnomers, but it really does spark a million things in my brain. I'm like, it does, yeah. What are the yeah like what am I rolling up in that I'm like I got this and I do not have this. But but yet when I'm done with it, I still thought I had that. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. My other thing would be karaoke. I think I'm. Well, see, that's a good. I, one. That one's that's probably just. Really it's not. Not when I do it so much. It's just part of my brand now. But I'm not that good. <laughs> it's part of my brand. Wait, so, I so can hold a note. I you can, are good though. Tell me, like, I'm fine. What, what are the five AC go tos? Like, what are the what what are you? Coming? Thank you for saying five. Thank you. Because some people are like, "What's your go to karaoke?" No, so no, no, I'm like. Come on. What's what the What's the room? Yeah, what's the vibe? You gotta give me way more information. It's what like a good DJ. You DJ for the people here. You can't just yeah. play. These are songs I like, and you're Hello. gonna like them no matter Hello. 
Um, it also depends on yeah, if I'm trying to impress people or if I'm doing something for me. Oh, okay. Well, give me you both know? those. Uh, Simi Trum Life, I Can Crush. You've seen it a lot. I have seen <laughs> it a lot. It's like a rap song. You know, I don't have to look at the screen. He's I know every single part. Um, that's always oh, no, more on the impressive side. I didn't see what were you expecting, Dave? <laughs> That's the most. How did you not see that coming? That's the most basic I white guy. I was kind of expecting more of a vocal moment. No, <laughs> you know I don't, I mean? I don't like, have I that. Know if you're gonna be like, I, I just man, the Titanic thing. Believe it or not, yeah, I yeah, have to rush that. No, 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 I can't do it. No, you're going for speed. Well, sometimes he's okay. going for but a good time. He's I can, trying to make everybody. Yeah, yeah. Got, let's get dance the a little. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the white guy bangers, yep. the songs that we were born knowing. Yep, have those. Um, like the calling wherever you will go. Oh, people love that one. They don't think about them a lot. That is, you know that one. I do. Yeah. What a jam. Um, dropped Neon Moon at a lesbian bar last week, bro. Top five country songs of all time for me. Hey, it's Aaron. It's Aaron. Without a doubt, I heard it last June for the first time, and it was my number one on Spotify rap, and I'm obsessed with it. Isn't it? I love that you that it still works. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I love those songs. It has new life. It's taken over TikTok. Do you know that? No. Yeah. Neon Moon. Yes. By Brooks and Dunn. It's become a meme. There's a dance. Jeez. That's I, I mean, amazing. Casey Musgraves doing it with them probably helped, but oh yeah, because yeah, got back she did the, the zeitgeist. cover. Um. Yeah, and then yeah, every once in a while I'll yeah, I'll like just slow it down. Does it get Amaze Lone Star? Uh-huh. It never gets real hot, right? No. He has no. some every night. Yeah, you're fine. That's easy. Because my Maria, that's the one that yeah. they stay no, 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 way no, no, that falsetto way up there. Yeah, he's no. hanging out way up in the. Rapids. That's another thing too is that uh, I don't have. Uh, this is my favorite thing that we're talking about. This, thank you. Um, Endurance. So I'll be yeah. at a loud karaoke bar talking to friends for an hour, and I get oh, up there, yeah, and my voice is got, gone. Yeah, so I've yeah. done like I don't want to miss a thing. I, I my, feel seen. Right my now, voice is gone in the <laughs> first chorus. Miss a thing. And I, oh, well, now I have toast. three more minutes. You know? yeah. <laughs> you're it's just, back. You're really, just like really a bad. poorly conditioned do? athlete. Like, what does a karaokeist do in that moment? You pretend like you're communal. And you're like, Sing with me. Yeah, that's good. That's got to be. A real tactic, right? You've just opened a back door yeah, yeah, to yeah. the you've seen the machine at the Wizard of Oz now. You have walked <laughs> yeah. behind and there's just us like why are you back here? And they're like you sing it. Yeah. Like if you the if last you, chorus, the well, high part. And, and I tell you what, what well, and what happens is if you really want to see that that move, the old you sing it move, is you get any band above fifty that are like legacy acts that are still trying to do them in the same keys they used to. Yeah. There's another word for you, key. Like, oh, um, I'll, I'll write that there's going to be a lot of like, don't stop. Oh, you guys can believe. Hold on to that. You feel, feel like, good job, yeah. guys. And like, yeah. There's a lot of that. <laughs> right. That a makes sense. Yeah. When you start to be hip to that, I'm sure you notice oh. it so much. Oh, it's, yeah. I don't know what the tricks in like the stand up world are, but there's like, you, you, you guys know this one. Say oh it with gosh, me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like we actually don't know, don't this, know one. this. That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. We prefer stuff. to not know. Yeah, there's there's a there's a uh, there's a few of those. You'll you'll you. It's to your point. You see them and you can never unsee them for sure. You're like, oh man, they're doing the thing. Uh, we do need to get to our sponsor. Oh um, yeah, I sorry, we'll you get you have it on your phone because you. Oh, is this? It, it, Dave has graciously graciously agreed yeah. to. Uh, I love. Well, you wrote it too, which is very nice. Well, I love yes. this. I love. We this. wanted to give you time to advertise whatever you wanted to advertise. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, this took me a minute to write too, so I just want to make sure I nail it. Okay. Um, hey guys, I'm singer songwriter and international sex symbol Dave Barnes, and that's spelled C Y M B A L. Sure, my last <laughs> name might be a word for big red buildings, but I'm actually a small white boy. That's true. <laughs> 
It took me so long to write this. You might know me as a co-host of the popular podcast, Dadville. Well, it's been a long, hard winter, and I'm stoked to tell you about my new podcast, Sadville. My co-host, John McLaughlin, broke up with me saying, you made our podcast all about you, and you're like Ben Rector, but worse, you're Ben Rectum. And that one hurt a lot. One, because it was actually funny, and two, just because he knows some of my history with that. He then said, I really like your song, God Gave Me You, or... Uh, sorry, I wrote that wrong. I really like your song, God Gave Me You, or The Worst Thing That Has Ever Happened to Me. Next, he said, and that one hurt. This one really hurt. Dave Barnes, more like Dave Dumpsters, and then he stormed off. Uh, but right before mentioning that we should have broken uh, down one of my songs each episode on our podcast called Badville. Yeah. that. Mm. Uh, did I tell you all about that? It hurt. Um, I'm, I'm just hearing about it for the first time. Yeah, know. it's... Ugh. Uh, anyways, please listen to Sadville whenever you get your podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and come listen to me tearfully record it live while I eat $37 worth of Carl's Jr. in my car. For <laughs> 4am is such an acute time. Sadville podcast. It's not available on any of the traditional platforms. Just message me on Instagram and I'll text it to you. <laughs> Gosh, thank you for letting me do that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, well, congrats yeah, on your new know. adventure. I we guess. actually read that one a lot. Yeah. It's a well, recurring ad, so it's nice to have you actually it. here. Yeah. Well, the numbers have not shown it, but I appreciate yeah. you doing yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You also would have liked our ad for, was it uh, Arkansas-Virginia Line Bar? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a great That's time. a great spot. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, right to, there on the Arkansas-Virginia line. You have to show your vax card, and if you're vaccinated, well, you can't get in. You I remember they their big thing was usually you have, like, the new island, the Long Island iced tea where all the alcohols are mixed together. Uh-huh. Don't they do that with meat there for a sandwich? They do. They yeah. just sort of do, like, the – yeah, they just compact every meat. <laughs> the, 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 meat the meat tornado. Meat. <laughs> yeah. The Long Island iced meat. That's, That's what it. they yeah. – <laughs> That's, That's what it. they call it. Which, ironically, was the hour they have for singles to be there, too. Uh, mm-hmm. That was uh-huh. a whole other thing. It's the meet and greet. It spelled. was confusing. <laughs> spelled both ways. Yeah. Um, how's comedy been? You've been doing stand up. I've flirted. I've dabbled. Don't well, you do like half dude. and half on these, your shows now? Um, a little bit. I want to say this. We met like a year ago in Raleigh at a just oh, yeah, both yeah, performing at a fundraiser. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember being like, "Oh, Dave's. I always hear he's really funny. Like, we'll, we'll see. You know, I'm sure he's funny for a musician." <laughs> And then you were on stage. You were kind of off and on stage the whole night, but I was somewhere in the middle. And I remember you got on stage, and you were extremely funny in a way that was intimidating to me. Because I'm like, I'm about to get up there and just do jokes. He's singing amazing songs and then putting in jokes and then going back to his insane voice. And I just got to do jokes. And then, like, I remember, like, a loud truck drove by, and you, like, did this riff on this truck that had driven. I was like, and he's riffing? He's doing improv? Like, he's... Got all the tools, very frustrating, oh, and I, yeah. I don't like that you're good at it. Well, it's all, I only do it so infrequently that you can be good. You know, when you only show up a couple times, it's like, man, he's he's really got something. Yeah, you're like, yeah. you wouldn't know by the fifth time if I had something. Um, no, it's, 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 uh, I sort of, I moonlight with it. Like, it's kind of, that's the thing I think I respect so much about what y'all do. It's like, you know, for music, we, I mean, we talked about this when we hung out that first time. Like, music, you show up and you play the same songs for 30 years, basically. And that's what makes people happy. But it blows my mind that comics that you guys are like, you do the tour. I remember, I don't know who told me this, but like you do the tour and by the end you record the thing because mm-hmm. you got it tight. Um, and then it's gone forever. You push that ship to sea and it's never to be seen again. Um, and so I think that, that was the, th- <laughs> that was the hiccup for me. It was going, if I could just do these jokes, 
it would be great. Like for 30 years, I'm, I'm gold. But then that's not – which you actually can kind of do in my world because you're setting up the song kind of the same way every time. And people actually kind of want to hear that. Yeah. You know, because they know, oh, he does – the intro to God gave me you. I have like two or three ways I can I can get into it. Yeah, and people like that, and it kind of never gets old because I think the payoff is music. It's not mm-hmm. you know just laughing, um, but I think for me when I realized like because I, I had a I had a minute like a couple years where I really dabbled with like okay, do I want to try to do this? Like, is this something that's worth me giving more time to? But I really think the thing that was the biggest um, roadblock was going. Oh no no no! I would be having to work on new material like all the time and it was like i just can't and you got to go through bad shows oh god i, I was just like I, I i don't have that i don't have that titanium you know like backbone like you guys do to sort of i don't yeah i really don't well, that's that, why i haven't well that's the thing that was <laughs> keep the first trying thing. to get aaron back into it he, oh, won't, yeah. he won't come but well, when i when we met like because i was just start, like i think you were the second or third professional stand-up comic i'd ever met and that was the thing I was so fascinated with was, was with was this idea that, and it still baffles my mind, like because it is so opposite of how my music works. That you would go, you get, you're like I'm trying to get three to five minutes. Hey, can I get up and do you know, or the open mic nights, or whatever? And you get up and you do it, and sometimes it just doesn't work. And I'm like, I cannot do that. I am too <laughs> fragile. Like it would be. That would be tough for me to like, you know, because songs that you that is unheard of. Like you don't play live. I mean, you, if you're you, you never play a song. And you're like, this one's probably not going to work because it's oh my new. Gosh. Like you're like, no, I've been no, practicing. No, no. I made it to where it can That's work. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, and and people can just stand there and not move. Oh, and yeah. love it and yeah. have the best time. Yeah, where comedy, yeah. they're not making noise. Oh, they didn't gosh. like it, and no, you, terrifying. you always like know you. exactly how it's going. Yeah, you never well, have to wonder. So is I, this working? Well, that was the thing. So <laughs> I did my first um, at the mid end of last year, middle of last year. I did this. I got hired to do like a private event with stand up. Just stand up. Just stand up. Amazing. And it was such a tutorial for me because it was at it was at Opryland in this huge you know banquet room and. And there were all these people. And it was exactly – I remember when we had Bargazzi on Dadville. He kind of talked about these things because he was like, you know, private events are a whole other world. And, and it is the same, yeah. same with music. You know, it's like it's not a normal show. It's not a show. It's not a show. And he said it's great because you just do all your best bits and you roll out because it's not a show. You can just give them the best you got. You're not – you know, you're not – Probably not mostly fans or that's anything. That's exactly right. Yeah. So – that show was a real, like, that was a real interesting moment because it was like a 45-minute set, and it was all stuff I knew well, but they were 30 yards back in the dark, half well, half-lit, yeah, that's, that's all nuts. doctors, and I just thought, I am, I am on fire and drowning and somehow still on fire. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, it, uh-huh. and got done, but just had to do that thing where you're like, you just got to do it. You got it. Lean the heck in. Yeah. And so I did. And I got done. And, you know, and everybody, we loved it. It was great. And I was like, oh, well, that was not how I felt, you know. But it was a real interesting thing. I'm like, oh, this is what it feels like to work. This is no longer like, you know, people are there to see you or whatever. It was like, oh, this is what probably comic life probably feels like more than not. And I was like, oh, boy, that's a muscle that I don't (laughs) don't even know if I have it, much less if it's atrophy. You know what I mean? How long did you do um, I think it was for, like the set. Yeah, it was forty-five. Oh I mean, gosh. that's that's amazing to to do that without doing like a ton of just stand-up. Like to do forty-five on stage, whether or not it went amazing, is like a huge. Well, so here's accomplishment. This, this is the thing that I think is so fascinating. So, 
when I started doing stand-up, so basically the, 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 the background is this. My manager, so I'd done, I, I'd been doing it probably 10 years at the time, music. And, you know, you just develop bits. It's like, and I think kind of coming up doing improv and skits and stuff, that, that was, so when I started playing music, I was more comfortable being funny than I was being musical. So mm-hmm. if you came and saw me in college, I talked a lot because that's what calmed me down. And then I would do the song and just be terrified because I'd never sung. So for me, the stage was this place that was like, I think I can be funny and I think I can make people laugh. I don't know if I can do this music thing. So it was kind of, that was sort of the, 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 the little incubator. That was where I was, my little lab was on stage, you know? So, you know, 10 years in, like there's a lot of material and I'd remember like, Oh yeah, when I do that, let's do that. Or just something would happen, like, which I like riffing the most. That's my favorite. So when somebody would I'd like, ah, and it'd be like, here we go. You know, I got some material now and then I just keep referencing, you know, just call yeah. back the whole night. So my manager was like, look, let's, let's, you need to do a night of stand up like here in Nashville. He said, what do you need to do it? <clears throat> I said, here, here, are the, here are the few things. One, this is a true story. I said, book it and don't tell me cause I will cancel it. <laughs> so like, wait till it's, it's like young Frankenstein. You remember when he's like, let me in with the monster. Yeah. yeah. No matter what I say, don't let me out. And he walks <laughs> in to me. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> that was me with this thing. I was like, I'm going to try to get out of it. So we booked two nights at Bongo Java, which is right down the road from us. It's a tiny 50 person room upstairs. I said, one, don't tell me. Two, let me invite people. This isn't a ticketed event. Like, I want to invite mm-hmm. my friends who are going to be gracious and kind. So I did two nights. And both nights, I did like an hour plus because that's all I knew to do was just like get up and talk. And so when I did my first show at the Bell Court, which was like the next year, I just, I've never been more scared in my life. I remember my manager came downstairs and she was like, Dave, oh my God. She literally said, are you okay? I was like sheet white, <laughs> like shaking. I was terrified. How it, many people is is that show? That was like 400. Okay, and those are fans, right? Yeah, these are like fans. these aren't friends. And these that's are a fans. cheat code because I think anybody listening that's a comic is like, well, bro, the, and, and it is. It's, I'm not dare saying it was like me doing real comedy. So oh, no, like, I'm just saying the first time you were comfortable because you, you handpicked your audience, but yeah, now yeah. it's whoever bought tickets is But here. it's still a gracious crowd. I mean, it's my fans. They're coming sure. in wanting it to win. So it's not. I'm not having to flip anybody, you know. Right. I was terrified. They're rooting for you. They're rooting for me. But, I mean, all those shows were like an hour, an hour, 15, because that's all I knew to do. And I would just get up and tell oh stories and go. And, in fact, when I started doing more professionally, whatever that means, Annie, my wife, would come to shows, and finally she was like, hey, you got to chop 30 minutes out of this thing. It's way too long. And I was like, well, people – because I'm thinking music. I'm like, well, they pay for an hour and a half show. I want to give them an hour, at least 15. And she was like, no, like that's – it's too much. And so I chopped like 30 minutes out and all of a sudden it felt like, oh, but and people were fine. And that was another yeah. thing I learned about comedy is it's so much more engaging physically. Like you're tired after laughing for 30 or 45 yeah. minutes. You're really having to pay attention. You're to having it. to pay attention. And mu- music is, is awesome because you can you can zone out and come right, right back in and That's you're right. not confused. That's right. You're not like, wait, but where, what words <laughs> did he say when I stopped listening? Like <laughs> you can get back into it. That's right. But in comedy, you have to be, fo- if you're a good, if you're in an audience and enjoying it, you are laser focused yes. on the words that yes. are coming from a person for however long the That's show right. is. And so would you not have an opener comedian? You would just go straight out? Go. That's brave, too, to just go oh, out dude. there cold. That is wild. Well, this is the irrational confidence. And so I think for me it was like um, – Oh, you're a she white. I don't know if you're that confident. Touche. But you know what's funny? <laughs> Five minutes in, I was like, let's you're good do this. Go. Oh, man. The minute that – You're in the pocket. Purpose. Yeah, Found the minute that the sort of drugs kicked in, I was yeah. like, let's do it. Um, so, so, so it's it's fun. I think, again, it's it's something I really enjoy doing. I'm kind of 
slowly working on putting together like a new set just for fun right now. Like I'm always, you know, like you're always gathering your stuff and writing it down. So I'm kind of always like, and that's the cheat code for me is like shows are my test. Like I can float jokes and if they bomb, it doesn't matter because, hey, here's that song. Right. You know, I'm, I'm like, so oh. jealous of that because it's like you have an open mic in between your songs that's if you want. Exactly. And you can try your stuff. You don't have Andrew, to go to these bad shows. That is exactly what it's like. That's exactly what it's like. And so um, so for me, it's it's always been something I love. And I have so much respect for you guys who do it. Um, but I think I also was like, you know, for me to do this like really well, it would need to be like a lot of time. And, and I just don't know that in this season of life. It's something, and I just kind of get to, I, I, I sat with this sort of like business life coach guy a couple of weeks ago, and he said this, he said kind of what you said. He's like, you know, it's, because I was like, should I do this? Is it something I should get more time? He's like, well, it sounds like you already do it. Yeah. He's like, isn't that kind of what your live shows are anyway? And it was literally like that moment where, you know, everything zooms in real tight, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's exact. Because I think I felt like, well, no, I need to give it its due diligence, and really, and I was like, well, I'm kind of doing it anyway, you know? So I love it. And again, I have so much respect for my friends who do it and people who are really professional at it. Um, but I think too, you know, my problem is, and I, and this has been my, my problem with my live music shows too, is I get bored like crazy fast. And and I noticed that I did like, um, I did seven or eight shows a couple of years ago in a row, like over weekends. And by the fifth show, I was like already riffing. I was like in the middle of a joke starting to, and my manager at the time who's out with me was like, hey, like we had one of those talks after shows. Like, hey, listen, it's great. It's really funny. <clears throat> Just stick to the jokes. Like, I know you're getting bored, but nobody knows these jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there's a part of me that just can't. I just get so. I'm just already like, oh, no, nah, the joke's gonna go, and I've already milked it three nights in a row. I want to do something new, and so I'd be like, I'm gonna add a new character to that joke, and you know, and then it's not funny, or you know, you think it's funny, and the crowd's kind of staring. So I think any of those kind of like things that have to be a little rote. You know, and mm -hmm. especially in comedy, like, you know, to stick the landing, you really got to, that was the other thing I learned so, so quickly on those first like big shows <laughs> was I'd be in the middle of a joke or a story and I'm like, oh, that's the funniest part. And I still got to tell the rest of the story. Yeah, she, like, she found her car and the <laughs> raccoon wasn't dead. And then we'd anyway, and it was like, oh, you know, like I'd, I'd feel it real time on stage. I'd be like, oh, that's a much bigger laugh than where I think I'm going. And then he'd be like, but I got to still tell you what happened to her. I have to resolve this still. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are the things you learn. You learn a uh, funniest part at the end is the best version. But <laughs> yeah. if that's impossible, just try to yeah, keep it going. Yeah, that's why people open mic. Yes. And you just, you're doing this in front of yes, that's hundreds exactly and hundreds right. of people. That's exactly right. No, Ooh. man, you, you're doing it the, the way that everybody wishes they could do yeah. it. So don't feel like you got to come and pay your dues or anything like you're you're already doing it so well it's it's i've really it's my version of it is really fun it's been fun to like you know i do have a big part of me that when i get on stage just doing comedy it's i just it's so different than sh the music it's like so it's just so many more muscles are getting moving and the engagement level yeah. is so high you know i mean y'all know it's like you're you're really Music, you, it, even playing it, it really can get passive in a really wonderful way when you, you know, you've just done it so long. Or, you know, somebody's taking a solo. You're just kind of, you know, and you're, oh, I didn't know they were here. And I, look, yeah, yeah. That burger <laughs> looks great, you know. Yeah. Uh, you auto, autopilot. <laughs> yeah. <that's right>. uh, <laughs> but, um, but you can't, you know, stand up. It's like you are, it's happening. Mm -hmm. It's going. What is your yeah. absolute favorite thing to do? I mean, would you rather be here writing a song for someone else? Do you want to be on stage singing? Do you want to be on stage telling a joke? 
making an Instagram video, yeah, which you're yeah. very good at. Um, I think for me, it's always writing songs. Playing like, with your children. Playing with, sorry. <laughs> I assumed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I assumed that was. Professionally is what it was. Gosh, how yeah, great, know, how great is the Steve Martin bit? I think it, for me, changed something in my brain when he was on SNL. I watched it again the other day just to enjoy it, but when he came on, it's one of the smartest bits I've ever seen of anything where he comes on and he's like, he's sitting in that chair and it's Christmas and he goes, hi guys. And this is like late 80s. It's me, Steve Martin. Or like early 90s. This is like Farley and those guys. He's like, uh, and uh, I have a few Christmas wishes this year. And he slowly starts telling them. And at, so the first one is for every child to hold hands and for peace to last forever and the world to be united as one. So that would be one. Number two, um, for all the wars in the world to cease. And then as he keeps going, he gets more selfish. Like three is like for $900 million to be given to me, clean, <laughs> untraceable bills. And then as he goes, he starts rearranging them. And it's just the best. Okay, you know what? Let's start with, let's move three to two. And no, let's do two. And it's like, it just gets more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, oh my God. It's bargaining again. It's with so no great. One. But yeah, I do feel, I do feel like, um, as I do it, I sort of feel that way. I'm like, should I, should I move the comedy up to two and maybe do, but, um, yeah, I like it. It's fun. I, I think, um, I, but I think ultimately songwriting is always the thing that, um, is like the most engaging or something. Yeah. You know? Um, it's what I feel the most like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just always fascinated by it. It's mm-hmm. like always something I'm like, that that was another th- part of this time with this this life coach guys. He was just like, you really do. I mean, this sounds so cheesy and obvious, but you really do have to pay attention to those things in you. Like, what are the things that are always engaging? Like, what are you always passionate about? Not passing, or like you have a moment where a couple months you're way into whatever. But like, what are the things that just continually you feel interested in? Which sounds like the most odd. Like, you know, you shouldn't be paid to tell somebody that. That should be just hardwired, <laughs> right. you know? But I do think it's helpful, especially in my season of life, because, you know, you do sort of get to these things where you're like, there are a few things that could be fun to do. And I love comedy and I love that. But it's just never been like, I had a couple times in my 20s where I thought about moving to LA and doing it. And I was just, I tell you the other thing, and I don't know if y'all feel this way, but like, humor is such a weird thing because it, those first, my first couple of times in LA where I was around like funny people. Cause you know, I, I, my friends are hysterical, but not professionally. Funny. Mm. It was just dark, man. I'd leave those hangs and it was like, I don't want, I don't like whatever that was. That is my only experience in LA. Yeah. I don't know. And everyone trying, everyone, most people I know, there are some great people there. Yeah. Um, we're so dead set on being famous yeah. too. And everyone's kind of using each other a little bit yeah. and like, yeah, just you could feel that. Like, what can I get from you? And I don't know if that's no, that's what you exactly well. And you know, but. too, for me, I think the thing that I realize is there's nothing that I love more in the world than benevolent humor, like humor that is communal and outward facing, and sort of like meant to give and meant to make laugh. Where we're like we're together in this moment, aren't we all having fun? Yeah, that isn't sort of like check me out and how funny I am. And that's a tight, you know, it's a tight rope you got to walk. Yeah, what like, what yeah. are like examples of that? I don't know. I just think you, everybody knows people when you're around them that are like really funny. Mm-hmm. Like you think of some of your funniest friends, but you also just love being around them. You're yeah, just like that person is so much fun. That's what I mean. Like whatever that energy is, that's like not, you know, shaming or sliding or making smaller or, you know, whatever. And you, then you know there's other people, too, where you're like, that person is hysterical, but gosh, I, I wouldn't want to be around them for 30 seconds because mm-hmm. it's just not – that energy is – they're funny. There's no doubt they're funny, but that kind of humor 
that's like meant to not be shared or whatever it is. You know, it's like a little more about. There is like a, this is making me really self-conscious. I'm like, oh gosh, what kind am I? (laughs) Um, But there is like a selfish humor you can feel in people like, oh yeah, that was really funny. But then there's people, like you said, that you just love being around. You're like, you're doing this for us. Yes. You're doing this. You're giving this. It's not like, give me your laughs. It's like, let's feel this cool thing. Yes. You can kind of, it's hard to define, but you kind of feel it. I I did a show on one of those stand-up runs in Chicago and a friend of mine came back with this woman that's a friend of his and we were just all hanging and she said this, I'll never forget this. This kind of changed the way I think about it. She said, you know, that that really blessed me. And this is like, this was at a city winery. This is not like a Christian show where yeah, that would yeah. make a little, there, there's context for that. And uh, and I was like, thanks. I was like, what? I was so confused. Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. She's like, really blessed me. Like, I've, I'm, I'm like, and I said, I, I'm not trying to be rude, but I really don't know what you mean by that. She's <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, I had a terrible day at work. Um, and now... I have laughed and the chemicals in my brain have changed. Like I'm in a good mood and now I get to go home to my family and see my kids and I'm going to be, I'm going to be happy. Like I don't, I'm not mad. I'm not frustrated anymore. I'm not mad. I'm not sad. And I was like, holy cow. Like this, this physically changes people. Yeah. Like it can be into your point. Andrew. It's like, it's a gift you can really give people. <laughs> I don't know if y'all relate to this. This is my favorite stories. I love telling the story. So Annie and I were dating my wife and I, mm. And we were with some friends at this at this lunch, and um, and and we were just kind of getting to know each other, both the table and Andy and I. So I, I so sometimes when I get uncomfortable, I try to get funny to make myself comfortable, and so can't relate to that at all. Yeah, <laughs> no, nobody can relate to that at all. And so um, as opposed to beatboxing or just doing like push-ups, um, <laughs> the normal strength. ways, <laughs> yeah, the feats of strength uh, route, which a lot of my feats friends are into. strength, and so. Um, and so I, I just, it's kind of a quiet table and I just start going and it is, I'm, if I had had merch, it would have sold out. Like it, I am <laughs> killing it. Like everything, bam, bam, bam. And I'm just with every, I'm just grow Like you can see my chest is puffing. I've, you know, we get in the car and I'm, I'm on cloud a hundred. Like I'm like that. I just, they're all, you know, and we sit in the car and my, this is why you marry these kind of people. It's kind of quiet for a second. I'm, I'm like, what a gift. It's just <laughs> what a gift you, I am. You, Jesus, what a gift. <laughs> and Annie, um, you know, kind of cuts Ray off. She's like, um, what was that? And I was like, <laughs> well, that was that the was, hardest you've ever seen was, anyone crush. That was a master <laughs> was, class in comedy. I was literally about to say exactly yeah, that. Andrew. Literally. No, that's exactly <laughs> that. I was like, you just watch Picasso paint is what that was. You know? And she says, listen, whatever that is, I have zero interest in that guy that whole thing. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, listen, how great this goes. She goes, do you know any of their names? And I was like, Hmm. Oh, you know? And she said, listen, I love that you're funny, but that's not, that's not what that is. That's showing off. You're a clown. You're a clown. And I, 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 one was unbelievably angry. Like I was like, I'm going to drive this car into a tree. I'm so mad at her. Oh, so well, because she took your happy feelings yeah, she away. Took happy, but about five minutes into that drive, it was like I think I may have just learned a life lesson. Like it was invaluable. Like I think about it all, and so I think it informed humor to me in such a way because I was like, "Wow, this really can be something that's posturing that I do a lot." You know, but but it, but that moment for me was such an eye opener of like. But it can also be, if it can be that, then it can be the opposite too. And so I think now, like, it's so funny because we'll have friends over 
and this is a good discipline for me. Like this is a very God given discipline for me, but like we'll have friends over and I'll feel it. I'll feel like the room's shifting and everybody's kind of looking at me like you got more stories mm -hmm. and I'll, and he still laughs at me and we've married 17 years now and we'll be upstairs like <laughs> getting ready for bed and I'll literally go like, did I do it? Did I do it? Okay. And she'll go, Dave, it was what? like, it was great. But I, but now there's a, there's a, a limiter. There's like a, there's like a governor built in me. Now yeah. Where I, mm -hmm. where I feel when I go, Hey, no, 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 no. Like ask my question. Tell me now, where are y'all from? As opposed to like, oh, I got a hundred stories I could tell you right, right. now. Or I could, you know right. you could entertain. Yeah, no, I could entertain. Yeah, right. And so I What's think, everyone getting from yes. this? Yes, yeah. and, and so I think to your point, I think it's a very – that for me was a life changer because I was like, humor really can be this thing that makes people feel good. It can pull them in. It can make us – like, you guys feel like this? Isn't this funny? That is funny. I feel like that. That means we're alike, and that makes me feel closer to you, you know? Yeah. Or it can be this thing where it's like, check out, watch me riff. Yeah. You know, like – and that's just not it, – it's impressive, sure, but it's just not like a thing that, you know, it doesn't bring anybody together. It's just like it's about you. It's what Annie said in that car. It's like, yeah, it's just about you, man. It was like all your insecurity and stuff on parade. And sure, because you're good at it, it can present itself as this like, you know, funny thing, but it's not doing anything for anybody other than you. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and everybody enjoyed it, but it was – it's not a healthy thing for you to be getting in that zone automatically oh, all the man. time. Yeah, I mean that's that's – really helpful for me to hear you Isn't that tell crazy? that story yeah I, I, so i think about that a lot so i think for me you know i love those kind of people and you know them you know you know those people you're like you, you've somehow figured out that this can be something that's given to people like you said yeah it's yeah. not about like peacocking your way around right yeah <laughs> what is you get you meet a new group of people what are the what are the couple things you want to be to them like would they oh, leave what a great question like it, for me, it was funny for a yeah. long time. I yeah. don't think it is that yeah. anymore. It's it's up there, but it's not the number one thing anymore. Yeah. Man, that is a great – I think I never want people to feel like I think I'm better than they are. And and I, that's a weird way to answer, but I just never want – I'm so concerned with people feeling like we're together. Like there's not like – I know, get that. You know, like I'm and like – I'm sure part of that is it's people you've worked with and like everyone who meets you – probably knows what you do yeah right to a degree yeah and i think too i mean i, I imagine so you feel like you gotta this, be like hey i'm not well and i think I'm i think y'all probably have this too when you have a gifting like we do where you can sort of command like you can really get you can entertain that's the best way to say it it's a tricky gift because it's like you can there's a lot of times you can use it and it works and it gets you out of jams or it makes you feel cool because people are like, I don't know people that are this funny. This is cool to sit with somebody who's funny or can play or whatever. So for me, I'm just like, yeah, but that's not, that's not gonna help anybody here. Yeah, so yeah. let's just let's establish how we're together, and then we can actually enjoy that and whatever you have to give or whatever. Um, but I, it is. I, I thought you were gonna ask this because the other part that's really tricky is there's nothing I love more than funny people. Mm -hmm. So I think in my friendships there has to be some level of like humor and not like, you know. I don't know. I just I, I I somebody said that to me once. They were like, "You ever notice that I feel like all of your friends make you laugh?" And I was like, "That's true." Like there has to be some sense of like in the first five minutes of meeting somebody, I'm like, if we can't laugh, it's we can be friends, absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah. But probably not good friends for sure. Well, that's a safety thing too. I feel like when you, I feel so much safer when I'm around people that I know like share a sense of humor with me because I'm like, oh yeah, I can say what I want to say because <laughs> yeah. I know they'll get it. Like, and there is like a security to that yeah, too. So yeah. I want all my close friends to like 
be on the same page humor-wise yes. because if not, it's not going to be relaxed or fun. Yeah. Isn't it weird too? Like I, 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 I'm sure you guys feel the same way, but isn't it funny the friends you think of of yours that are like really funny who are just like not in that world at all? Yeah. But you're like – They have no interest. But they're ridiculously funny. Yeah, you know they have it in there. If you wanted to really like yes. foster this, you yes. could do something with yes. it. But yeah, they don't. They don't care. And it hurts a little bit. Cause I'm like, it's right there. <laughs> like, yeah, I always think it's like in, yourself. In gladiators. Like that is why it must be you. <laughs> yes. The fact that you don't want it will just make you even better. Like, <laughs> it is so true. It is. It is funny with any kind of craft, though. You really do realize, like, it's not. I mean, this is a well-worn path by people like Malcolm Gladwell. But it's not just the gifting. You really have to want, like. There's that other weird side of, of a gifting where it's like it can't just be that you're good at something. You have to have this passion for it too. You know, there has yeah. to be something in you that's like I not only have this, I want to get it out. Like I feel this real weight to like do it in a in a way that's professional because you know in music you see this a lot, and I'm sure you do in the in the humor world too. But like yeah, you know, you'll see people like okay, I'm gonna like incredible singers, songwriters, whatever, and they do that first album, and they're just like oh man, no. Mm-hmm. I want to do it in this context. I do not want to do it in this context mm-hmm. because of whatever. But it is funny because I feel like Young Life, man, growing up in Young Life, there's 800 million funny people in Young Life. Yeah. Like yeah. funny, like capital really funny. F funny. And, you know, you'll go to some camp and there'll be some guy doing, he's one of the characters in a skit. And every time he comes out, you're like, this guy slays, slays yeah. this girl. She's going to, and you're like, ugh. And you realize, like, yeah, but that's just not what you want, and it's beautiful. And that means every time we get dinner together, I just get to be the audience of one that's, like, yeah. you know, leaned up just laughing. For sure. And going. that goes back to the thing you were talking about. That is using your gift just for other people. That's it's right. like, I'm not even going to try to make this a thing that's about right. me. I'm not going to monetize it at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave money on the table. Yeah. You're kind of dumb, free. but you're great. Great person, real stupid. It's so true. Oh yeah. You <laughs> Very dumb. A, you could be a billionaire. <laughs> Just a billionaire. Unbelievable. Yes. Quit your young life job. Oh, my God. Bless <laughs> Go on the kids. road. Yeah. Yeah. Being, yeah, yeah, exactly. What I did, did want to ask you what to change the topic a little bit. I want to hear some of your weird show stories. Oh, and God. I And while you think about it, I think that I was at Ben Rector's weirdest show. In he, Atlanta? I was, when I was in college, our fraternity hired him to come out. Oh gosh! And played our fraternity, and we—I was in a dry fraternity, Christian fraternity. It, oh, yeah. Well, it, we were very careful not to say Christian fraternity. All right, come on. But it was—it was in Auburn, Alabama, and it was the the fraternity house you weren't allowed to drink in. Was it Bucks? Farmhouse. Farmhouse. Oh farmhouse. yes, I know. Farmhouse. Yeah. But the other fraternities were having like Yin Yang Twins and. Yeah, cards. we did have. Uh, oh, we did. We did have one. Uh, third floor. What are they? Seventeenth floor like a rap party group, but they came to a play a gig at our house. And we're like, yeah, y'all can't drink. And they were like, what? Oh my, they're like, dude, you should have told like, us Why that. did you not tell like that? Is, yeah, it was a nightmare. But we had Ben Rector, huge attendance. We had him out on our basketball court and, you know, several hundred people there. And he was great. He was, he's funny. He's mm-hmm. playing great songs. But for some reason we had a goat. Oh, sure. I was a I was a pledge at the time, so I was like my first semester servant of the fraternity. What did you have to do to the goat? And they bought us a goat. Like, this is y'all's goat, and we're like, we're not really happy with the direction things are going. The fact that they bought us a goat and haven't told not us really. the plans for it, um, and they're not even gonna let us drink. Um, and then I just remember the show ended where Ben Rag- Ben was on stage just holding the goat. Oh my! At some gosh. point, somebody's like, "Hey, dude, hold the goat." And he was just like, okay. And he's having to like sing and hold this goat. And he's like, all right, it's going to be it for us. I think he might have ended early. I don't know if he did or not. But oh my uh, God. Somebody has anyone ever handed, handed you a goat? goat? 
that that those are those things too. Y'all know this from being on stage. Like you can't not take the goat. Yeah, they, yeah. If somebody's publicly the doing bad this. guy. You don't take the goat. If everyone's thinking turned. about one thing, you have to address and lean oh. into the one thing, right? I'm sitting here thinking about how painful that because you're like, please don't. Yeah, all right, here we go. Then, oh god, thank you guys yeah. so much. For, yeah, take some pictures with the goat. I'm yeah. really gonna. <laughs> I really, I really love this so much, but I can't. I goat gave me you. Do it. Oh my gosh. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, you know, there 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 have been some doozies. The one I I tell, I, this has turned into a bit, but there was this. Um, Wirtz and I did the show in Charleston, South Carolina, and it was just bombing. Like we were trading off. He's doing a couple songs. I come out and do a couple songs. We couldn't tell if the crowd was there for us or not. The whole show. Like, it was comical because, like, half the set they'd be listening and then they'd all turn and talk. And then it would be, like, intermittently just they were engaged mm. and not. And so um, so I'm doing it. And it's just I'm, like, I'm bombing. And I can't pull out. I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm like getting more angry. I think people can tell. And this guy, this drunk guy jumps on stage and walks over to me. And I'm, like... This is so. This is how I go, I guess. I mean, you know, yeah, like get assassinated. Is, yeah, like by and nobody cares. Like everybody's just watching voyeuristically. But he leans in my ear and he's like, "Hey, listen." And I'm, I'm, I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm half like, I'm so here for this. This is, this is the stuff. Like this yeah. is the fodder, right? You know. But I'm also like, I really don't know what's about to happen. And he's like, "Listen to me, man. I don't care what nice people think. You're doing a great job." And it became this moment for me that was like. I was genuinely encouraged. Like, he's like, you got a great voice, and your song's amazing. No matter what nice people think. True story. And he jumps off stage, and I kind of, like, you know, when Michael J. Fox, like, Earth Angel, his arm comes back, and he starts leaning into the That's how I felt. Like, I was like, Whoa. I can do this. But it was like, dude jumped up on stage, and I do this whole bit about drunk angel, and did God send this angel who was drunk? Because nobody could find him out. Yeah. True story. But anyway. The, the, didn't have the, fingerprints. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd go into how, like, was Gabriel drunk and they just take a little hit before they come down. It's a whole thing. So I get done. We can't find him. And it was like, nobody knows. Like, so that was, that was like one of the most, I also had a show where a guy, like it was this terrible club in Memphis. And this guy that was running the soundboard came out during my show and changed the monitors during the show. Like just walks up. The monitors are big deals. <clears throat> yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, just um, like what, who's in charge. Oh, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, I had a show where I burped at the very end of a lyric that ends the whole song, which is the payoff of the song. <laughs> oh, was it, was it one of like the like, slow jam oh, yeah, romantic songs? Oh, song called Nothing Fancy, that the hook is the end of the song. It ends, bam, that's how you stick the landing. And, and it wasn't like, did they notice? It was like oh, a, it was, everyone noticed. I breathed noticed. into it. It like the amplified reverb. Yeah, it sounded intentional. Yeah, it sounded like a Lord of the Rings kind of thing. This is how thing. the song ends? <laughs> yeah, and, and I had to stop and like, so, and you know, you well, know that nothing was, fancy. again, it's fodder because I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. I was like, so we all, we all know what happened there. I mean, what's the move here? Do we start over? Do I just kind of pick up at the, you know? So there's there's that. I mean, I did it. One of my favorite worst decisions of all time I was playing in Indianapolis, and I and again this is this is why I'm dangerous with these kind of things because I could just get bored so easy. So I was like, hey, band, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna start in the crowd. I'm gonna start my acoustic song in the crowd, and then slowly meet you guys on stage. And all of them are like. Dave, this is a terrible idea. And I was like, well, I'm the <laughs> boss and I don't care. And it was a wonderful train wreck. Like, I start with a song called Crazy Bunch, this funky kind of white guy thing. And the and crowd start like, oh, there's Dave. And the band can't hear me. So they're trying to get, tap the rhythm out. And I'm yeah. like, and they're like, and I'm like, okay, just, 
look at my hand. And he's like, I can't. And so I have to make it. And it's about a 30-second walk to get on stage. So they just kind of – and the people are, like, trying to get pictures. Yeah, they're stopping you. Oh, and it – I get on – it was – Colossal, like it was just unbelievably. Were bad. they so mad at you after? Oh, bro, like burning holes in my head the whole show. Like I'm turning around the drummers, just like, <laughs> why I'm on this gig? That's like, amazing. You know, there, there's and there's a. I had another one. I showed up to the show. I didn't do a lot of these, but like I think it was a NACA show, which which is like, um, yeah, yeah, you know those. Oh yeah, of course. I haven't college, done it, but I'm very shows. familiar. Yeah, right? yeah, and it's, it's a tryout to be booked at colleges. Yes, basically. it's it's yeah. I show up at one of these kind of shows. It's at it was in South or North Carolina, but it's like this old college, private, really small. But they have like a legit old school, like antebellum home as the president's house, right? Like the big columns, and it's got to be it a thousand right. years old, you know. And like you walk inside, you meet, you feel shame. You don't know why. You're like, something <laughs> has happened here. Something I, that I feel partly a part of. That Bad I vibes. Know I did. Yes. Yeah, so. Anyway, there's no stage, and they have me sit. So there's like um, I forget what you call these, but like the stairs kind of go to the right and then up. So like as you walk in, it's a huge like you know forty foot opening. It's massive, and then the whatever those the stairs they kind of go to the right and they follow the wall up on each side. So there's no place for me to play. And she literally goes, "Here's the sound system, and just wherever you want to set up," and leaves. There's no sound person. There's no, and I, I was like, okay, so I set up on like where the landing is. Like, so if you came in, you look to the right, you walked up about five stairs, a landing, and then the stairs went up to the rest of the wall. I just set up there and I had to run my own sound. So I would like strum, run out, try to hear it, turn it up or down. And then like, and finally I just had to grab, I was like, Hey man, can you tell me if you can hear my voice? And he's like, yeah, I guess man, you know, and people showed up for it and I've never felt so much shame. Like they Ugh. walked in and you saw them have a couple of realizations, like one, Oh, he's not as popular as we thought he was. Too. Why is he playing here? Should we leave? Was in their eyes. You yeah. could see it, and they just sat on the floor. There were like, no chairs or anything. No, 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 no. Like these kind of fifteen, twenty people had driven from Clemson or something. And then this is, you know, and they're just sitting there looking at me, and we're feeling this feeling together of like, I'm so sorry, y'all here, and they're like, we feel the same way. We're sorry, not only for us but for you too. And I had to sort of power. Th- and people are eating. There's like a buffet. It was just like, oh man. It, there's there are a few things that I get more joy from, and I'll do this intermittently. Where I'll have my music friends, and we'll do like a fireside hang, and I'll have everybody tell their worst stories. And it is, yeah, cr- I mean, crying from the like laughing from the depths of Sheol in my body, like <laughs> just because there's just so many nights. I'm sure you had a million of those too. Just, yes, but it's it's the same thing where it's so healing then to go get with the people that can relate. <laughs> And be like, well, here, tell me what happened to me. And the only thing that makes those gigs that you get there and you know it's a nightmare before it starts and then it is a nightmare and then it's awful after is if you have somebody with you. Yes, yes. If I have another comedian with me, oh, it's the best show ever because it's like, I can't believe this is happening to yes. us. And you have someone to commiserate yes, with and yes. it makes it kind of awesome. It's amazing. And it's immediately a story. Yes. And you don't have to wait to get to somebody to share it Which with Which was the worst about that Annabellum Home thing because I, was, I, was, I never do shows by myself. And it was the one, I did a two-week run when I was like 25. Where I was like, and that was in, I got in the car by myself and went to like the little hotel. By, and it was just like, what have I done? I've chosen <laughs> so poorly. Yeah. This career. From, driving from a bad gig to your bad hotel oh. is the worst drive. That <laughs> oh, just laying in those like stiff, you can hear things through the wall. Mm. You're like, oh God, like uh, everybody has made good decisions except for me. Except for me. 
Yeah, no, but then you have a great one the next week, uh, and you're like, oh, I'm great. Yeah, I'm it good. worked Dude, out. It worked out. You know, that, that thing that happened last week will probably never happen again, <laughs> because now it's all good. Hey, and there lies in our irrational confidence. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. What it is. Uh, uh, amazing. Yeah, we need, to, we need to wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, you got, we got to get, get home. And we need to get out of your home. Dan. Get out of your home. Um, what? Tell us about Dadville. Yeah, we, um, we've listened. Andrew and yeah. I are oh, sporadic listeners. Like Dude, that. y'all yeah. have had some rock star guests too. Yeah, it's been it's, really fun. It's so fun. It's it's um it's really taken on like a life of its own. I mean, y'all know podcasting is such a weird. It's like you know, it feels like a fight club. Like there's just no rules. You're kind of figuring it out as you go. Like that was a weird analogy, but I'm sticking with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> y'all are shirtless and wet. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Giroletto's here for some reason. Uh, it's not. It's not two people. It's really just one person. Who you think is two people? Yeah. 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 People don't know that John is not a real person. That's just my other personality. Yeah, it's one of your characters. <laughs> Old John Durden so over there. I've gotten yeah. so good at interacting with myself. Uh, no, it's been great, man. It's it's. You know, it's funny, like, the longer it's around, it keeps sort of morphing, like, with who we have on, because I think we thought it was going to be this kind of, like, fun, you know, hang with our friends, and, you know, we're, like, 65 or six episodes in now, and it's kind of, like, we just have all these people on that I don't, you know, we don't know them anymore, and it's so fascinating, and and it's, you know, it goes, like, we kind of think of it in a few spheres, it's, like, we have people we know that are fun and familiar, and then we have, like, experts, so, like, we just had, you know, Kurt Thompson on. I don't know if y'all know that book, Soul of Shame, but I mean, this guy's like a super genius. So he studies neurobiology and, and like, uh, uh, and he's a psychologist, but he's a Christian. It's just like, he's a genius. Nerd. And, then, and then we have, yeah, <laughs> total nerd. Huge nerd. I would have totally like beat him up if we'd been the same. Virgin yeah. vibes. Yeah, totally. fist bump my limp hand? <laughs> yeah. Non-consensual fist bump. Let's uh, make sure. I hope, the, hope the camera's not out of battery because that was fist bump. quite the moment. Looking I would see that one. Scott being in the I 90s. Feel, I feel yeah. invaded. Uh, um, but um, so that so that's fun. And then, you know, we had an astronaut on the guy that does like the master class, which is crazy. You know, yeah. it's just, it's fun because I, I think what John and I love so much about it is a couple of things. One, you know, this sounds cheesy, but like really celebrating dads, like really going like, hey, being a dad is great. It's cool. It's really powerful. But I think also you just get into these conversations with people like I would never sit and talk to this one. I would never be given the chance to because it's whoever it is. But two, you just, you know, like talking to that astronaut, it was just, you know, he's talking about how he spacewalked twice, spent 145 days in space in his life. Gosh. And he's like, I had the Aurora Borealis between my feet. And you're like, yeah, that is, is it a that conversation. Small? Oh, this feet. Yeah, his tiny feet. Um, no, I mean, well, they're just like, they're just all these little it's fairy insane. things floating around, you know, and he's like, I'm spacewalking over the. And so I'm like, that's the stuff that you get like goosebumpy about. It's yeah. Like, I would just never, when am I ever going to have another human being say that phrase to me? Right. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what we've really enjoyed. It's <laughs> just kind of having these. You you're, know. you're at a bar and drunk. I was like, I saw the oh, boy Alice between my <laughs> yeah, feet. Between my feet. <laughs> I'm going to call you an Uber. What is it? Yeah. All right, dude. He's like, Pink Floyd was on in the background. It was amazing, man. Who? I'm going to that... ask you this once. Who is Aurora Borealis? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, this waitress done. This cow. Yeah, uh, has anyone seen her for years? It's yeah. like that Brian Regan bit where he's like, yeah, the guy, uh, the astronaut, just like, yeah, I walked on the moon. Yeah. So who wants to tell the yeah, next story? Nobody's beating me in that yeah, story. Nobody's beating the story. Um, so we've loved it. It's been really fun. I think, like, um, again, that that's what I get the most giddy about. It's just, like, when would I ever be sitting talking yeah. to whoever it is? Like, you know, from, you know, 
McConaughey or these guys we've had on to, to like these experts who just know so much about child psychology or like, you know, Kurt with shame or just whatever. You're like, this is just a fun way to get to talk to people that we wouldn't really get to talk to otherwise. Yeah. Um, How we feel that big time. We yeah. feel about you. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop You're it. our McConaughey. <laughs> You just want our listeners. You don't talk to us unless. You make me that shit. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't responded to any text I've sent him in years. Yeah. You're on the do not. Call. And then I was like, podcast. You're like, all right, all right, I'll do it. So, yeah, yeah. and the pay is great. It's by great. The way. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, just a sponsor to add for sure. Too. You just want people to listen to Sadville. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all I would about. be the worst host for that podcast in the history of time. Yeah, because you're happy. You can't seem sad. I, my body has blocked. I have like a spam filter on sad. It just won't come in. That is you, write books. Yeah, you should have wrote the soul of shame. <laughs> yes, that should have the soul master class on yeah. how to be happy. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, it's wow, it's not effective. I'm not saying that it works. I'm just saying that I'm actively trying to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> manifest happiness. Yeah, 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 I love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is your email sign off? What is your email address so everybody? Can know? Yeah. It's what do you put? Girl a- <laughs> with seven R's and then an underscore seventy two at netmindspring.net. That's Sick. perfect. What yeah. do you What do you put it, sincerely? This is my serious question at the okay. end. What do you put right before your name in an email? Do you say thanks? You say best? What's your go to? In, um, in his loving grip. In his <laughs> loving grip. Gosh, yes. Um. Uh. Yeah, I have a few. I I I move a lot between like my, karaoke songs. Yeah. You yeah. Read the room. Why, Who are you talking I'll to? I'll do. I'll quote some Hoobastank. Uh, in your email sign, I found a reason for I me. I found a reason. <laughs> I'm Dave. not a perfect person, Dave. <laughs> to, to my accountant. I've been crawling in the dark, Dave. Dave. That's the sound. Um, God, that would be... You didn't know I knew that many. He was that, lyrics. I was going to say, bro. I got him. Okay? Okay? Yeah, yeah. have to um, do a random lyric. That this would be... auto-generated. That, I was going to say, if, maybe if we could do an app that auto-generates lyrics as salutations, that would be a great app. Yeah. And you have to use them. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like a... It's like the GIF keyboard. Like, you hit the thing on the iPhone, it pops up, and you just hit random auto I love that. It's like, thanks for reaching out. I'll be all right as long as there's life from the Neo Moon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> they crush. You know how many people would love that? Uh, yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> if they don't know, though, they're like, I'm never talking to this person again. <laughs> I'll be all right as long as there's life. The loving light of the Neo Moon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would feel like I'd need to put another salutation under that, though, just to be all best. You know, like, yeah, yeah. is that yeah. you? <laughs> all uh, best. We've been, I've been working on my journey to assertiveness. Uh, so I just, put, I just put, you have four days. Oh. <laughs> they don't even know what that means. There's not even a request in the There's email no a lot of the time. It's just like, to what? Like to death? Or like, to, I don't know. I don't know. You t- yeah. But four days from now, you're going to be thinking about it. Yeah. Four right. days from now, you're going to be really gonna careful. It's going to ruin their weekend. I'm probably sure. going to stay home on Thursday. Yeah. I think I do a lot of just like DBs. That's my new move. DB. Just like DB. it. It's like That's decibels, a good music initial. thing. Hope all's well. DB. I get into trouble because I'll do a lot of the same things overnight. It annoys me. I'll be like. Hey man, hope everything's well in your world. And then I'll do it again. Hope everything's well in your world, comma Dave. And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get into trouble there. Yeah, I do that yeah. too a little bit. Um, well, I hope everything's well in your world. <laughs> everything's well in your world. <laughs> Look at this. Bye. True comedy mind. Thanks. Yeah. Seriously, comedy thank you. Mind. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Should we start? Yeah, we start. <laughs> Let's yeah. start it now. <laughs> what if you looked over to <laughs> <the> nothing? <laughs> no. <laughs>